Hello everyone, this is Seeing the Good series by Evan Johnson podcast, and this is Evan Johnson speaking. Got to do the little sip on a mocha to start us out here, and um, again, I don't have any script with this kind of stuff, so forgive me as I think, but you know, I think it's just more easier for me just to speak as I go and listen to what I have to say and then kind of go from there. So the previous episode we talked about, you know, having a present activity of seeing and searching for the good in others and circumstances. It's something we have to be doing now. And um, I also talked about hope and how we want to have our hope being present you know our hope in others has to be something you know present in the way that you know we're hoping right now to see the good we're not hoping in the future that good will come from others and people you know from others and from circumstances so it's important that you know we consider that and again I've been frequently mentioning the the importance of moderation with things and seeing the good and this is gonna you know kind of tie into this episode here today and it's mainly you know dealing with hard times and circumstances and struggles and pain we have to be careful that our optimism doesn't offend other people's pain and of course we can't at the, we can't at the same time allow other people's pain to ruin our optimism And it's a very, this is a very tough thing to come to terms with. And we, a lot of times people will have difficult circumstances that we may not even know how to deal with. We may have never had that circumstance happen to us, so we don't know how to relate to them. However, there is a there is a saying that goes, weep with those who weep, mourn with those who mourn, rejoice with those who rejoice, laugh with those who laugh. You know, it's a, a simple, empathetic, an empathy that we have for other people in whatever state they are in and and wherever they are in life we are empathetic with them and we will you know feel what they feel and you know a really good example of this in my life you know just being in hotels and seeing so many different people and so many different circumstances in people's lives I mean I could write a book but the the thing is you know, I would check in people 
who were getting, I would check in parties of people who were getting married, who were celebrating an anniversary. And then I check in people who were going to a funeral. And then I check in people who, you know, were, were, were having a, an operation done, um, a, a very serious medical operation done. I check in people with wheelchairs. I check in people who were, you know, models. I, I mean, all, all of it. And so the hardest one for me to check, I mean, it's easy to rejoice with other people, for me at least. You know, it's easy for me to rejoice with other people because I am an optimistic person. You know, not saying that I don't deal with, you know, pessimism, you know, but the hardest thing for me is to weep with those who weep and to, you know, kind of set aside the optimism for a moment, so to say, and just feel another person's sadness. And there is a certain moderation with this, you know. But it's important that we do this because if someone is going through such a struggle, a lot of times they don't want to hear anything. They don't want a lesson. They don't want someone to preach to them. They don't want any words from a person, but they just want someone to feel what they feel because that emotional pain, really the only way it can be touched if is if somebody else feels it and you don't even have to speak to them you can simply just feel what they feel um, and be empathetic and just listen it's mainly a it's mainly in the form of listening and it's the best way to handle those circumstances in other people's lives because they no doubt will come to us and they no doubt will it will happen at some point and you know again going back to the quote from the very first episode the optimist believes this is the best of all possible worlds while the pessimist fears it is true and so you know even in the worst of circumstances you can still be optimistic but this is talking about you yourself this isn't about other people. You know, we're not trying to, you know, this is something that only you yourself can do. You cannot make other people do this. You cannot, you know, um, you can't, you, you, other people can't make you do it. It's something only you can do out of your own willingness and will. And, you know, that's important to remember with other people and so a lot of times there isn't a time to speak time, there, there is a time that we just listen and that is that is something to always remember when someone is experiencing the struggle is that you just you turn on your ears and you you if you weep with them and that is encouraging um you know i i'll never forget um this was a you know when i was living in east st paul and for those of you who don't know minnesota east st paul is kind of the it's the ghetto i mean you know of america 
I mean, not the ghetto, but it's 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 a hard it's a hard town, um, and uh, a lot of crime, a lot of gangs, a lot of you know violence. Um, you know, we lived right by a fire station at that time, and um, there was always cop cars. I mean, tons of them flying down the street, fire trucks. All I mean, I I never got sleep at that place, but there was one time. Um, I was, you know, walking and, um, you know, a a lot of times on the street when somebody died, you know, because there was murders and stuff that happened and and, and whatnot. And and I don't know exactly what happened in the situation, but there was a, a lamp post and there's a bunch of balloons and you know a lot of times people will put bottles of alcohol in the place where their loved one died you know to to show you know they're having a drink or for them whatever and and it's it's a it's a process of mourning in that in this you know culture and so i was walking by and i saw this and there was just a, a kid a young kid who was just standing there now this is a very you know black community um i'm i'm was a very I mean, obviously the minority, of course, you know, there wasn't any racism, but, you know, um, there was, you know, in the United States, there's been a lot of tension in, in, you know, um, in terms of race and in the ghetto and stuff like that. Now, I'm not racist or anything, but, you know, when you're white, a lot of times um, you, you carry that on you when you're with other, you know, you kind of sometimes it's easy for us to represent for one person to represent an entire race. And so sometimes, you know, we can think that way. And so that's kind of what was happening in this situation. Um, and so I, uh, I was walking by and, you know, there's this, there's this, this gentleman, you know, this, this kid who was just, you know, probably in his 20, you know, about my age in his twenties. And he was standing, you know, just with a bottle in his hand, you know, at this um, telephone, or not this telephone, this light. And um, I went to the gym. I walked past him. I went to the gym, or I was going to the grocery store, whatever. And I was walking back, and I and I was like, you know, I really should go and, you know, talk to this guy. Um, but on my way back, there was this girl who was just embracing him, holding him, you know, scratching his head. Um, And she wasn't saying anything. He wasn't saying anything. They just were sitting there where this person had died. Um, You know, obviously the the car and all, and you know, the, the whole scene was cleaned up. But, you know, they were just sitting there in mourning. And, you know, I just... I didn't, I just kind of stood there, you know, I didn't really know what to do, I didn't know what to say, I didn't know what to feel, you know, and so it was a difficult situation for me, and the gentleman who was mourning kind of got angry, you know, um, with how I, you know, was, was doing it, just standing there, and so eventually I just kind of, you know, I just kind of left. And it really stuck with me because, you know, 
I just, I literally had no idea what to do and how to handle this situation. And so now I think if I were to go back in that situation, you know, I wouldn't have, I would have just either said, you know, I'm so sorry for your loss. Um, or I just would have not said anything because there was already, you know, a person there who was dealing with the situation, who was weeping with him, who was mourning with him, who was comforting him. And so sometimes, you know, people already have ones who are close to them, who they trust, who understand them more than you would. And sometimes it's best just to not even interfere or, or attempt to comfort someone who wouldn't really receive your comfort. You have, to, you have to make sure the person is willing to receive your comfort. That's super important in terms of helping people in their, their struggle and situation. So that's something that I would have done. I just would have been like, you know what? This woman, this girl is, is, is delegated to comfort this man and he's receiving it. And so, you know, that tenderness is already there. So I could have just, you know, left the situation and, and not try to, you know, we can't help everybody. And that, you know, I've changed over the years since that situation. Um, so... I hope that example might shed some light for you and and whatnot. So you really you really learn, I mean it's all about experience. You really learn as you you get the experience how to handle other people's struggle because the thing with seeing the good, it's something for you know on a personal level for you to do. Yet other people may not be there. And so you still have to be empathetic. You still have to, you know, handle those, those struggles in those situations. And so that's really what I have today, a little bit longer session here. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I, I hope that there was something that you got out of it. You know, I don't, I don't know exactly how it's reaching you. So feel free to make any comments, reach out to me, any, anything you have, any questions, whatever, just uh, feel free to contact um, by commenting. So enjoy, and uh, until next time, this is Evan on Seeing the Good series. Bye-bye.